be without the inspiration and creativity we derive from well-written informative books, brimming with crisp, colourful drawings and images. So, I've decided to expand the Stitch Safari podcast to include book reviews pertinent to the topics I've been dealing with. And, as we all know, books can be expensive, so this is an opportunity to get in an inside glimpse, so to speak, of not only their presentation and content, but also their readability. Because at the end of the day, if you can't understand the concept the author's trying to impart, then why buy the book? And I mention that as I own a couple of books that need to be read in conjunction with a dictionary and a thesaurus at my side. Interesting, but not really readable. In the last episode, I explored the reasons why an embroidery and textile artist would want to use a sketchbook to support their creative practice. So, in this episode, I'm reviewing three books that I just happen to have in my own personal library. They all support a daily sketchbook routine or habit, but it's the difference between the authors themselves, in my opinion, that makes their approaches so comprehensive and such a complete overview on uh, sketchbook keeping for the embroidery and textile artist and that's what makes them so interesting to me. All three authors are artists. One works in fine art, the other two are mixed media embroidery and textile artists. Now it's just too simplistic to say start a sketchbook Because where on earth do you start? How do you choose a theme? What materials do you need? And how do you use them on their own or mixed with other media? And this is the true beauty of these books. Yes, they're helpful, full of advice and information. Yes, they show examples of the author's or other artist's sketchbooks. And yet they complement each other in their different approaches. But best of all, they all inspire. For instance, we should all be reminded about the importance of colour, along with the use of variety and contrast. Similarly, working in multiples, incorporating text and using dimension can send imagination and creativity into overdrive. Or indeed, the sketchbook itself can become the work of art. So today, fellow Stitch Safari listeners, I'm presenting book reviews on three beautifully presented, supportive and nurturing books about developing your own sketchbook practice, of learning to see and do, that should have you turning to some blank pages, pencils and mixed media for endless hours of inspiration and creativity. So let's begin our travels into the world of book reviews for embroiderers and textile artists.
Hello and welcome to the Stitch Safari podcast, a sprightly and upbeat expedition into the alluringly appealing ambrosial world of stitch history, art and embroidery. Each fortnight we'll trek through and discover the utilitarian, the decorative, the quirky and the just plain fun world that is the art of the needle. My name's Kathy Jack Copeland and I'm the Stitch Safari Expedition Leader. I'm an Australian textile artist, teacher, judge, blogger and stitch enthusiast whose work in contemporary machine stitch became my business. In this day and age of screens, iPads and laptops, books are still a much-loved revered and coveted resource in our creative practice. I know for me it's that tactile nature of being able to turn a page and actually feel the paper. But they can also be a huge financial investment. So these reviews are intended to help your deliberations on book buying from someone who's in the same position as you, not a publishing company trying to sell even more books. And in my opinion, these three books on sketchbooks would be worthy additions to anyone's library, but each on their own would still be worthwhile. Sketchbooks should be a platform to inspire deep exploration, combining myriad materials, found objects and media so that we learn to use a creative, innovative approach to help in the development of new work and to help develop our own style. And really, they should be about expanding a repertoire into using exciting new techniques, rediscovering old ones and combining techniques with other artistic forms to create the harmonious vision of that initial concept. They should also help develop a visual language and a sense of confidence in what we do and represent so, let me introduce the first book and author to you. The book is called Expressive Sketchbooks, written by English artist Helen Wells. Published by Quarry Books in 2020, I purchased my copy on the Kindle app. And if you're like me, I often use this app now for two reasons. One, the books are usually quite a bit cheaper and two, really, I can't fit any more books into my own personal library. There's simply no more room. Now, in the blurb about Helen at the end of the book, it states that her artwork is held in private collections around the world, has been featured on numerous products from book covers to wine bottles, that she was co-winner of the Windsor and Newton, uh, Newton Watercolour Revolution competition in 2014 and has had work exhibited in one of Gordon Ramsay's London restaurants. Pretty impressive stuff in the highly competitive art world, but there's no mention of her blog to which you can sign up for free or her wonderful YouTube channel also freely available. 
But the best thing here is that Helen credits her use of sketchbooks with helping her to find her own unique artistic style, encouraging the development of her art outside those sketchbook pages. And that's exactly what a sketchbook should do. Finding or beginning to understand your own style is one of the hardest discoveries for an artist, I believe. And this is where the sketchbook comes into its own. It's there for you to see if you look hard enough. There's also a key turning point for many who have that fear of the blank page, who don't understand materials and media. Hello, that's me. Or who never think to observe or work outside. Helen encourages and guides the development of daring to move forward. The introduction to expressive sketchbooks begins with the words nurture your creativity an expressive sketchbook is a playground for your imagination and Helen provides the guideposts that help you develop a sketchbook that's unique to you she goes on to say that some of the experiments will be messy and joyful not flawless drawings and this is where you develop an artistic practice you don't turn up fully formed. This is part of your artistic journey. Profound words indeed, because we all have to learn to crawl before we can walk. So with that in mind, let's turn some pages to discover Helen's approach to sketchbook keeping and art. I think what's really refreshing is that Helen asserts right from the get-go that sketchbooks aren't about perfect outcomes. It's about learning through doing, a concept I can relate to and applaud. Her book is about developing an approach to art that lights up, lifts you with your own energy and enthusiasm to become more confident and courageous, to just give things a go. And you sense Helen's passion in her work. I know you can see it in her sketchbooks, but she's transposing it here for all to utilise. There are five chapters in the book covering magic and motivation, getting going, techniques for exploring and experimenting, growing your ideas, finishing with practice and progress. But this is not a book heavy in artistic jargon. It's an easy to read and easy to interpret book you'll want to refer to time and again. And every page is filled with examples of Helen's joyous, even riotous approach to colour and art. It's an uplifting example that will make you reflect upon your own artistic interests and inspirations. Helen goes through the reasons to start a sketchbook with numerous samples from her own archive of sketchbooks. And there are a number. We learn to create by creating, she says. We get better by doing. It's all about the process and about creating meaning that energises and enlivens, that engenders curiosity 
and where you, the artist, begin to understand yourself, the way you work and your own unique style. It's about interpreting the world and using that as a springboard to start a stimulating conversation that may lead you on a path of discovery. And here again, Helen's asserting that it's your path, your way, because everyone's so different in their artistic approaches. There'll be hurdles and obstacles, but Helen advises, meet your own creative vulnerabilities with compassion and curiosity. And I think that's wonderful. And while starting may be the hardest part, taking action will help you gain momentum. These words are music to my ears. Helen understands the creative process. We're all curious and vulnerable, but we must treat ourselves with compassion at the same time learning to work past and through that. There's an example of a simple mind map along with guiding questions to find inspiration, a chapter on art supplies and the alchemy of using mixed media to create unique and unexpected results. There's even tips on the style of sketchbook to buy. Helen writes about colour, mark making and drawing and ways to see an object and go on to develop those ideas even further. But it's also about developing a consciousness of variety and contrasts that I find really interesting, linking back to the basics of art and design. From painted backgrounds to collage, from experimenting and exploring, along with all their constraints, to finding inside and outside inspiration and source material, collecting views and simplification. Even the mundane, finishing with techniques and making some of your own tools. Expressive Sketchbooks is a comprehensive deep dive into the truly artistic, meaningful and revealing nature of sketchbook keeping. And it's a book I highly recommend. Well, if that wasn't enough to get those creative juices flowing, then keep listening, fellow Stitch Safari followers. This next book is just as inspiring. Written by Shelley Rhodes, Sketchbook Explorations for Mixed Media and Textile Artists was published by Batsford in 2018. One of the most visually beautiful books for textile artists anyone could ever wish to see. The images and variety of images contained in this book is simply outstanding. Presentation 10 out of 10. The blurb at the back of the book tells us that Shelley Rhodes is an English contemporary mixed media artist who combines fabric, paper and stitch with drawing, printing and mark making. The contents page is vast, but don't be put off because Shelley's covering a lot of information here, such as why work in sketchbooks, different types of sketchbooks, sketchbook formats, making a start, working in mixed media, words and text, travels with a sketchbook, presentation, editing and selection, using digital technology and developing work through sketchbooks. 
And if that isn't enough, Shelley also offers a fascinating further reading selection at the back of the book as well, as a list of contributing artists that includes uh, people like Jean Draper, Jane McKeating, Jan Miller, Sally Payne and many, many more. I'm actually in awe of the number and quality of the images in this book, along with some pertinent jottings from well-known artists that combine to make the book interesting and insightful. Many of the sketchbook images are Shelley's own work, and as an artist, she is prolific, showing a keen dedication to recording and visualising subjects. It's really an ode to her research images and stitched samples, along with her explorations into innovative experimentation. But there's also the self-imposed daily challenge Shelley has set herself to work in her sketchbook. Great advice to anyone just starting out. And interestingly, Shelley also covers boxes and containers she uses for each project, something I think is a fantastic idea. How many times have I gone looking for mislaid media or threads? There are insights into formats, working in multiples, mini books, fabric books, rolls and scrolls and page manipulation. Then there's speed drawing and working with photographs, 3D sketches and working with a pin board. All so fascinating and thought provoking. But Shelley's forte is working in mixed media, building layers of colour, marks and textures, explaining how she uses the tools and media to create them. Working with collage, words and text are included along with making some of your own tools. Really, this book is extremely comprehensive. Then there's advice on editing and selection. Very pertinent indeed. And if you work through this book chapter by chapter, I believe Shelley takes the fear out of working in a sketchbook, showing that your inspiration can be made into something beautiful, to be shared with others or not, by exploring a theme in a variety of ways. This book should spark new ideas and new approaches that anyone can adopt into their work and this is a book I certainly recommend highly. So from two recently published books, one from a fine art artist and other from a mixed media artist, I now move on to a book that's been around for a while now, one that is jam-packed with knowledge and inspiration. Creating sketchbooks for embroiderers and textile artists written by English, uh, <coughs> English author Kay Greenlees, published by Batsford in 2005, is another outstanding offering into this genre of creative books. The back jacket cover blurb states that Kay is an experienced textile artist and teacher who has exhibited nationally and internationally and that her great passion is embroidered textiles. And one thing that immediately stands out to me is the language. Don't get me wrong, the book's immensely readable. But if you really want to get your head around the visual arts language, then this is the book to do it. 
considering this book was published a fair while ago, it's nonetheless comprehensive and far-reaching. There's a depth of technical information contained within its pages that explains the rationale and potential for sketchbook keeping with wonderful examples from other artists' sketchbooks including the wonderful Audrey Walker, Ruth Izzett, Julia Caprara and Sean Martin to name just a few. Kay covers similar subjects to the other two authors, but I feel this book is a deeper exploration of the subject as a whole. For instance, there's insight into expressing and imagining, inventing and designing, and ways of seeing. And I think many of the images show the process of the individual artist, the way they draw or sketch, the use of words or phrases as prompts, or the notations made to trigger memory. There's a section on drawing models and marquettes, working in relief approaches to conceptual work, and great information on working in museums, handling collections and recording objects. This is the book for the serious textile artist, for someone who really wants to dig deeper into understanding sketchbook keeping, mark making, recording and observing. And really, this book rounds out the art of a sketchbook practice, showing the dedication needed via glimpses into some of the world's leading textile artist sketchbooks. These three books, all very different from the form, the perfect trilogy for anyone wanting to begin their own sketchbook practice, from those just starting out to those who want to push their art practice even further. Three great books, in my opinion, and worthy of being included in any textile art collection. As always, thank you so much for your time. I love having you here and it's truly appreciated. Tell your friends to tune in and subscribe and let's make 2023 the best year ever. Stitch Safari's now reached over 11,000 downloads and that's all thanks to you. It's also been mentioned as one of the 20 best embroidery podcasts of 2021 by Wilp magazine, listed as uh, one of the top shows about embroidery by Repod in 2022 and recorded in the top five, five textile industry podcasts you must follow in 2023 by Feedspot. And I'm extremely grateful. Please leave a message and subscribe to the Stitch Safari podcast. There's just so much more to discover and it's all so fascinating. I do post interesting tidbits on Instagram and Facebook from time to time, as well as book reviews and a blog on the Stitch Safari website, so do head on over. Till the next exciting episode of Stitch Safari and our next inspiring adventure into Stitch Embroidery and Design. Bye for now.